You're listening to JM Partners Atlanta Market East Drop, a quick real estate update from Jerry Metcalf Partners, real estate agents on the ground in Atlanta, talking about what it's like, what to expect, the pros, the cons, and what to consider to align yourself and your loved ones for the best opportunities. All right, everybody, it's the JMP eavesdrop. We have Bridget, Adam, and Jerry. You may have noticed there's a new face today, Greg Metcalf. We'll tell you a little bit more about him in a minute. We're talking about the market and what it's doing. So we've talked about this before. I've got some notes to be sure I get these numbers right, but the economy has added a solid 661,000 jobs, and the unemployment rate has dropped from 8.4 to 7.9 after peaking at 50% in April. These are updates that are in September. So it's, the word is the market continue, the trajectory is even better, is on track to improve from that. The economy has recovered over half of the jobs that were lost in March and April. The August pending home sales have jumped 8.8% from July. They are up over 25% from a year ago, same time this year, which is really like we've not just recovered but the market is better much better this year than last year and the inflation rates are at 1.6 percent versus the goal of staying at two we're below two all of that being said the market's good people are moving people are buying we've been talking a lot about are we working at home or not so our special guest here greg metcalf with jones lang LaSalle specializes in representing offices who companies who lease office space and he's going to give us the real inside scoop greg welcome to the show well thank you good to be part of the eavesdrop it's uh it's interesting uh in the office world what's happening and, and really how it's impacting both of our businesses Greg, um, before you continue sure i want everybody to know who they're listening to right now he's the guy who brought mercedes to atlanta you rep, what companies that can you quote that you represent across the country? So this is a global perspective. Sean Resnick, I represent SAP, Cisco Systems, um, Alti Source, Aquin Financial. I'm representing uh, their accounts across the different businesses in the world. Right. right. So, so I represent the businesses occupying office space, which is why this is relative just because of our COVID world. Our office space has become our home. And uh, so it's a, it's a direct kind of correlation between Jerry and I's worlds uh, during, during uh, coronavirus. I mean, my, my background right now, I'm, I'm working from a second home right now as in, in, in Rosemary beach uh, because we can, and uh, it's, it's, it's a different world. Uh, a lot of people seem to think that office is going away and, and we're not going to have any office anymore. And, and that's, that's a myth that I'll, I'll dispel. Um, we've seen the same myth occur uh, many years ago in the early 2000s, um, and it's it's a fail. Businesses need to upgrade. So, let's start with, Greg, we're going to, I want to make sure we ask you some good questions. Sure. We've been talking on the eavesdrop about the fact that people are buying houses because they're working from home a lot. And sometimes we're like, are we just going to be working home for, from home forever? And What's going on and what are the conversations happening behind the scenes with these companies? What are the decisions they're making that can help everybody understand where they're really going to be working next year and in five years and 10 years? So that's exactly 
kind of what has happened in the, in, in the past, but even to a more extreme because people are working from home now. And, and I think there will be a permanent change in the office environment. And as you guys know, in the, in the home environment, um, it's going to be important at your home to have a good place that you can go to work. Um, but it, it's not going to eliminate the concept of, of going to an office uh, entirely, as, as some may think. And, 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 and in fact, some of the tech, smaller tech companies have gone that route. Um, and as leases roll, they're not renewing them. I think what they're going to learn is, is what, what companies like uh, Yahoo have learned in the past, that when they send everybody home, companies lose their culture. They lose their inability to uh, mentor and recruit young talent. Um, and it's a changing, changing world. Um, so that will not happen. But will happen is, is the way we work will, in fact, change. Um, there's going to be, hopefully, less traffic because a lot of folks will work rotation and work from home and work from the office uh, during the week, uh, depending on their schedules. Um, and as a result, the workplace environment within the office will change. In fact, it will shrink, uh, but not to the extent of what a lot of people think. It's not likely businesses are going to cut their space in half but they're certainly going to have a large reduction, 10, 20%, depending on the type of business uh, in their footprint um, because people will hotel. Um, it's not necessary uh, to, to have an address or, or a set desk. Um, Adam, Adam's nodding his head because we had a discussion the other day and, and, and he worked with a group uh, where he experienced just that. Um, they were forward thinking uh, in their process by, by hoteling. Do you want to delve into that? So, Adam? Do I? Yeah. So prior to, prior to my real estate career, I worked in, um, in corporate office where we absolutely, we, we downsized from a building that was 14 floors to one that was five. And in the way we did that is no one had permanent seats. Everyone, um, you would log in and, and reserve a seat the next day for wherever you wanted to sit in the building, depending on if you were going into the office or not. And so that way, you still had a desk and a computer set up if you wanted to go into the office, but at the same time, you didn't have to go in there every single day. So I experienced this about three or four years ago um, in that space. And, and Greg and I talked about it earlier this week and, and how now that may start shifting um, more and more companies doing that. They, they were kind of ahead of the curve in that. Sure. NCR uh, just built out two brand new buildings in Midtown for, for NCR, brand, brand new construction, and they're, they're addressless. No one has an office, inclusive of the CEO. Um, it's just a different way to work. Um, and I think what COVID has taught us is that, that we, can, we can do that. We can adapt. Uh, really what we need to work is our laptop. Um, you know, for me, historically, it's always been working from home, working from an airplane, working from a hotel room, wherever, wherever you are, working at your second home. Here's and I think it's Here's a question for our listeners, because we're getting a little bit of, we're getting a lot of stories here and helping our listeners understand how they need to think about what is it really going to mean at work? A lot of our listeners and clients are business owners. What kind of decisions do I need to make? Because it sounds like there are some companies that have gone completely office free. Um, and when they do that, the assumption on my part, and maybe I don't know about everyone else, is that means they are working from home or they're not ever work going to an office. In the residential world, does that mean we really need to have a really good office at home or does it mean, and or does it mean we can live anywhere, anywhere on the planet and work from there? So the answer is it depends, but I'd say that the, the overwhelmingly larger proportion of businesses will maintain and continue to have office space. But what's important to know from a home perspective is yes, indeed, you've got to have 
an at-home environment uh, that you can, can work in as an alternative. Because look, the modern workplace strategy is going to involve some work at home um, as it is pretty much anywhere, you know, whether it's your second home as well. I think the second home market's probably on fire, I would guess. Um, and, and if your business is on fire, generally speaking, a lot of people have been in their house and don't like it, right? But that's, I think, a personal thing too, Jerry. Keep in mind, that's a personality thing. Like I, when I go, when I leave town, I don't really like to work. You handle it really well. <laughs> so, right? Like some people are going to- Yeah, you could argue if I handle it well. I just work wherever I am. But Right. But I like to like take a minute and pretend that I'm like a family person when, you know. <laughs> it's a fantasy. Okay. <laughs> right. But for right. the beach house to talk, like I have a client who lives in Texas and is buying a home in like along 30A somewhere right now. Greg is right now working. Right. 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 Not, she does not own in Texas. She is choosing to continue to rent in Texas and buy and buy her second home. That's her. We're gonna, look guys, we're going to see, uh, I think a lot of certain job roles can work from anywhere. My, my role, for example, I just need an airport. Um, I can generally work from, from anywhere that any city that I want to be in. Um, and that's, that's going to be ever changing as well. And, and, and I think you need to consider um, businesses as a whole have, have migrated and, and Mercedes is a great example, but have migrated away from the bigger cities and the high tax uh, environments and the bad weather environments. And they've migrated uh, to more business friendly type environments. And Atlanta is a big recipient of that as is any, any Sunbelt city. Um, Phoenix sees a lot of migration uh, from, from California um, because of the environment, business environment there. But take that one step further and you add to the fact that we're untethered. Um, many, many business owners certainly, as well as, as uh, certain employees are untethered. And, and so instead of just the business moving, people can start moving to secondary and really tertiary markets like Asheville or here on 30A um, and work from there. And it's, it's going to be a changing environment. Will I still have a, an office location um, if I were to move to here? Absolutely. Um, but not necessarily in the city uh, where my home is. Wow. It's just like, so Greg, everybody who doesn't know he's my husband, I'm starting to worry that he's going to be living in the house in the beach <laughs> and I'm going to be in Atlanta. But hey, we can talk on Zoom every once in a while. I'm just kidding. Um, and then Bridget, your client is doing the same thing. Yeah. So, this is great insight. I think this gives a lot of clarity to the conversations that we've been having about what people look for in their homes, what people are buying, where are they moving, where are they going, where they come from, and the big one, why. Um, any other things we want to add to this, everybody, before we close this out? I think the big why is because we can. Everybody's figuring out that, yeah. that we can accomplish a lot. Exactly. Awesome. All right, everybody. Good to see y'all. I'll see you soon again today. And you, Greg, I'll see you when I get to the beach. All right. And hopefully you'll be coming back with me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the JM Partners Atlanta Market Eavesdrop. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends who might be moving or who just want to keep up with the latest on the Atlanta residential market. You can find us anytime online at jmpartners.io. That's jmpartners.io.